Welcome to the Here to Be podcast, a show that gives you full permission to be, to just be you. I'm your host, Megan, a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator and embodiment coach, empowering you to stop looking outside of yourself for the answers and to lead from your inner wisdom. We're going to get real, we're going to get raw, and probably a little woo-woo. I'm so glad you're here to come with. Hello, friend. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out today. I have to say, my energy earlier today, not great. Not great. I was assigned a task for work and I had put it off because it was overwhelming to me. It was like this admin tech the stuff that I really don't enjoy doing. And a storyline of mine for a long time and one that I still continue to use and hold true to currently is when there is so much information and it feels really scattered, it it, it really felt as I was diving into this program and, and trying to figure these things out that there was just it wasn't it was speaking another language. It, it truly was. And my brain was not grasping it. And I tried and tried and tried and tried. And the more that I try, the more disconnected that I got from that. And eventually what happens then is my brain just powers down. It is very much like having a computer and just hitting the off switch. Just done. Done. However, this was due today. I, I, I had to get this done today. And I don't like to say have to, but like I kind of had to. <laughs> so I started this morning and there was so much resistance in my body. I was pissed. I truly was pissed. I was frustrated. I was angry. My shoulders were clenched in. I was holding so much tension in my legs, so much tension in my jaw. I just, my gut didn't feel great. My digestion was off. All of these things were happening so rapidly because of the mental tension that I was feeling and then how that was moving its way down into the rest of my body. And I've talked about here recently, we've had a lot of conversations, you and I, about embodiment, getting in our body, being aware, being in tune. What does that mean? The other conversation that you and I have gotten to share a lot recently is bringing the energy to things that we do in our life, bringing an energy of the way that we want to feel and the way that we're choosing to feel and what we're claiming to do, which is all beautiful. It's all fine and dandy and it's all wonderful spiritual woo-woo self-evolution talk until the rubber hits the road and you're forced with doing something that you really don't fucking want to do because that was me today. So what do you do then, right? What do you do when things aren't perfect and when life is life? Because let's be real, there are going to be things in life that we don't want to do, that is not our, our choosing, that is not, and I want to be careful with that, but it wouldn't be, our, let's say, it would not be our first, second, third, fourth, or a hundredth choice, There are some things that we just have to suck up and do. 
So does that just mean that we give an energy of that? We give that forceful, resistant energy to it? You might. You might. Or you can implement a few of the things that I practiced today that did help to shift a little bit. Not a lot. It wasn't, it wasn't as if I implemented these, these practices in and suddenly it was sunshine and rainbows and I was singing and dancing and laughing as I did these tasks. No, I still wasn't really into it, but it helped a great deal. It really did help a great deal. So rewind back to this morning when I was working on the project for a bit of time and my body was bringing up all the resistance that I had already mentioned. I, I had to pause. I had to pause myself. So what I did was I turned off my computer for a little bit. I went outside. Thankfully, it was not bitter cold today and the sunshine was out. All I did was walk around the block. I moved a little bit of that stuck stagnant. I, I can't sit very long. I can't do computer work very long. I get really, if you've ever been on a call with me, I'm the constant obnoxious one that's moving all the time. Standing, sitting down, kneeling, whatever position I'm in, I'm constantly moving. So being stuck at a computer, especially when my body's tense and tight, it just needed to move and it needed some fresh air and it needed some sunlight in my eyeballs. So I walked around the block and then I came in and I had some nourishment. I gave myself a warm tea. I had a little square of chocolate. I just had something that was making me feel that warmth, drinking that tea. Other side note, I probably have shared on here before too, is my hot drinks were hot. Girl, we're not, we're not playing around. They're boiling. Boiling to the point where they burn my mouth. They burn my skin if it touches it, but it needs to be nice and toasty. So having that sensation of feeling that warmth move through my body started to allow me to get out of my structured mind and really come back a little bit more deeper into my body, noticing the sensations that were there and that were present. And then I did a few minutes of breath work, nothing major. All of these practices that I'm going to share with you today are very small. Because when we're in the midst of this stuff, oftentimes we don't have a great deal of time to do a whole meditative breathwork session or to do a yoga class or to cook a gourmet meal or whatever it is that we're we're leading off of with this. So I did a couple minutes of breathwork. I put on a song that I enjoy. It's about two and a half minutes long. And I took a deep breath in through my nose. I did some haloactive breathing in through my nose. Out through my mouth, in through my nose, ah, out through my mouth. And I have found for myself it to be very helpful to move some of that energy or shift some of that energy when I add sound to my breath. So that can be a lot of sighs, that can be a lot of uh, as I exhale out, that can be a hum, that can be a s- going into that snake breath. Still a breath in through my nose and out through my mouth, but adding in some of that movement to help to facilitate some of that energy to shift throughout my body. We shift our energy with movement, with sound, and with breath. So adding that outside movement, coming into the breath, and adding the sound is a really powerful, potent way, and accessible way to begin to shift some of that. 
So I cleared out my mechanism, right? Like I shifted out of this muck, this gunk. And I really took the moment and the time after the couple minutes of breath work to come back into my body. This is the key part. I used these practices to come back into my body, to start to be very aware of the sensations that I was feeling, of the tightness, of the tension, of the expansion, of the, I need to shift and move because my hip is tight, of, I'm feeling so much imposter syndrome that's flooding through my core center. I'm feeling so much tension that is pulling through my shoulders, so much aggravation that is coming up into my teeth and into my jaw. So I could be very aware of the tension that was happening or just what was happening in my body and why this is key. Because when we can do these, when we can do anything from an embodied space, we move out of that structured mind. And for me, what happens when I'm doing work that feels sticky, that feels challenging, that is not my zone of genius, that pushes my edges, I am very quick to create a lot of storylines that make that even more challenging. You know, the storylines that you've probably told yourself over and over again of, I'm not a tech person. I don't do computer stuff. I don't understand this stuff. This is never, this, this is, I already I said half of these to you already. I was, I'm naming them without even knowing that I was naming them in the time. This is not my zone of genius. All of this work is always so much more challenging for me than anybody else. I hate this stuff. I'm going to spend hours doing it. This is so hard. This is so hard. This is so hard. This is so hard. Fill in whatever words that you use. But when that narrative is playing over and over and over, it's looping in my mind, that's what I'm going to go with. That's how I'm going to feel. And when I'm in that narrative, my body, even just sharing it with you now, my shoulders were clenching together. They were rolling in. So I was caving in through my heart. My neck was getting tight. My glutes were getting tight. My back was full of tension because that was the running theme that I was coming back to over and over and over again. So the power of you having practices, especially when we are in situations that we are not our favorite, that challenge us, that push our edges, that our energy is not there for, the more that you can be in your body, the more you can be a little bit neutral and just notice what's happening that is not led by the storylines in your brain, that is not being fueled and amplifying even more by the story that you're telling yourself. Again, this is not going to make it sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) It's not going to make everything simple and easy, but I will truly tell you that the morning spent trying to do this work that I had on my plate today was black and white difference compared to the afternoon when I took the time to drop into myself. So I really, really invite you to look at where are their tasks, where are their pieces, where are the things that you are doing 
in your life that your life requires you to do that bringing a spin of positive energy to or or a lighter energy to feels really untouchable okay don't worry about your energy then but can you get into your body and can you come from that neutral space of awareness of loving awareness of what's happening that embodied space of what's happening within your physical body and remove a little bit of the attachment from your structured mind if you give this a go if this works if it doesn't if you need a little bit deeper explanation send me a message i love when we get to talk about this and when you get to say wow i tried this and this really worked for me or i tried this and actually i found that doing a few moments of a yin yoga hip stretch worked better for me or i found that meditation worked better for me i found that doing a handstand worked better for me i would love to know what are the practices that you put in place so you can really really get into your body and we can be moving making decisions making actions from that true space and not letting that ego that chatter that mind just get in the way and take over sending you so much light and so much love always thank you so much for being here and for listening i cannot tell you enough how grateful i am for you and that you get to be on this journey with me and we're here together on this wild this wild ride If there's something in this episode that landed with you, share it on Instagram, share it with a friend, tag me in, and I wanna know, I wanna hear about it. I love in the ways that we get to connect. And if you feel called, you can head over and rate and review this podcast. It helps us to grow and share and have other like-minded souls join this community and rise together. Sending you light and love, always.